0: I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire! I'd like to take his... his face off. Oh, no! Not the beat! A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L. I was a little drunk. Plus, I was horny.
1: And welcome back to Cage Old Question, where we ask, is Nicolas Cage the greatest actor alive? I'm Artun, and this is my wife-to-be Christina. Hello! And on this show, we watch the entire film catalog of Nicolas Cage in chronological order, working our way through 40 years of cinema.
2: As a disclaimer, this is a personal podcast, not affiliated with any other third parties, and the opinions expressed herein are strictly our own.
1: For today's episode, we are reviewing the 2002 film... Wind Talkers. The screenplay was written by John Rice and Joe Batir and is inspired by the true events of the four hundred Navajo code talkers that helped the US in World War II. More on that later. We once again team up Cage with his old director from Face Off, John Wu, and today we are joined by a very special guest. Please welcome the recently married Tyler Beardsley. Whoa, what's up, guys? <laughs> Tyler is an actor and teacher in Los Angeles, California. He's an avid board gamer, Artuna and Christina's very best friend, <laughs> and, and has one degree of separation from our man Cage.
2: What is that?
3: It's true. It's true. What's... I, I, I figured it out. It was uh, Helen Mirren through Helen Mirren. Wow. And what is, how Helen you're... Mirren is in National Treasure Book of Secrets. That's right. One. Yes. And, you... and then I did it. Helen, I was with Helen Mirren in, in 1923. On 1923, 1923,
1: 1923, episode three. 1923! 1923, episode three. Oh. got to catch Tyler on TV. Paramount Plus. So good. Get involved. Tyler, welcome I to the podcast. I guess we're pop. doing my plug early. Yeah, you're, you're doing your plug. <laughs> we'll plug it again at the end. Not we not what People works. need to know. Um.
3: And we,
2: Tyler, we've, welcome. Uh, j- previously, just recently had Hannah Deegan on the show, who I would have described as my wokest friend. And Tyler, I consistently describe as my least woke. friend. Oh, my God. <laughs> <Least> <laughs> <wokenest friend. laughs>
3: I proudly hold the title of uh. least wokest friend. Um, least woke friend, <laughs> then, I guess. Yeah. No. But it is... <laughs> It's, it's only because I keep surprising Christina with my wokeness every now and then. Oh wow! Yes. This wow. guy doesn't know anything.
0: Yes, this yes. guy is a sheep. No. <laughs> um.
1: This also exciting. So this is no one. Well, no one knows this. No one knows this. But but uh, Tyler is here in the studio. With yes. the in person. In yes. person. Well, it's. Normally we record when we have guests. We record on Riverside, but uh, when I told
2: Riverside dot bad guests
0: you?
1: That's right, Steve. <laughs> 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 but, but when I told Tyler we're going to be recording on Riverside, he, he said, "I'm just going to come over." Yeah, no yeah. way, no way, <laughs> no way was I going to do
2: that. We all live in North Hollywood together too. So yeah. Absolutely, yeah. the it's in like person
3: experience. Like, and we used to live together. Better. We did back that's in
1: the true. day, yes. many years ago. You know, that was like almost seven years. It's been like six, five I mean, I guess since five, we like started years. living together. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's crazy. Nice. That's crazy.
3: Really? How long did, was that a year?
1: One, one year. Was it just one yeah, year? Yeah, a one year. Year. Maybe an extra a bit, yeah. A year and a yeah, month. A yeah, little bit. A year and a month or yeah. so. Oh, boy. Catalina. Good days oh we, and this is a very early this is we're plugging early on but we made a lot of content back in the day if That's you have anyone Nerd anyone, Squad oh, Entertainment check, check, it check it out there's somebody, there's lots of good sketches you, out there com. hey
3: they still hold up they still they're, hold up yeah. they're still fantastic
1: I'll, I'll I go tell back it. and watch them every Look, once in a while I'd say 50% <laughs> hold up <laughs> it's higher than 50% yeah. yeah it's like
3: a solid 65% oh sure <laughs>
1: um, well well I'm excited to have you here, Tyler. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. excited to have you I'm, here. I'm,
2: I can't wait to hear what you think of I'm this I'm movie. I'm very excited
1: to be here. I'm so
2: worried about this movie.
1: Yeah, and Christina... And Tyler. Christina...
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Christina warned me. Uh, she sent me a text say, saying, get ready. I got a lot to talk about this one. This is going to be a longie, so everybody strap in in case you're like, oh, maybe this is like one I can toss on quickly for a 30-minute run. <laughs> I mean, just toss chunks. Yeah. Don't
2: Never stop listening. If you're,
1: yeah. never, why don't never you stop? stop? Never in stop. fact, go ahead and send an email to cageoldquestionpod <gasps> at gmail.com as to how you listen to our podcast. Oh, Ooh, 1. You listen at 1.5 speed. you can
2: comment on one of our Instagram or posts.
1: In, or you can, this is, we're doing a lot of the end stuff up top. Cage we we have, for for six weeks now, <laughs> no. I have said, let's no. get to 23 <laughs> reviews by Silence. the end of 2023. We <laughs> have not gotten a single one.
2: Not Tyler, one. Tyler, have you reviewed the podcast? He hasn't.
1: Oh! He has it. That's not true. Have you? Uh, yeah, uh, you guys got a oh. five-star rating. Oh, yeah, okay, no, 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 okay. That's what fine, are you talking fine. about? All right, all right, all right, What an
2: absolute, all right,
1: all right, like, all right,
3: all
0: right. We gotta
2: fact-check this he's guy. He's frightening me all the time Unbelievable! With this stuff.
1: Everyone, I'm like,
0: me?
2: just so the reason you know, you like and me are on the same side against our two.
1: No, no, no. The Jacuse. <laughs> okay. Speaking of...
2: <laughs> but also, please review the show. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> wow. Speaking,
2: of Speaking of sides, sides war, war, battles, battles. Wow.
1: let's get into this battle. Uh, we're going to be heading into spoiler territory.
2: Spoiler territory. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers Actually, ahead. spoiler it for us.
1: What did you think of this? No, well, let's go for the plot. Of before, course. Some people know what we're talking about. Spoiler
2: for
1: Spo- Yeah?
2: Spoil it for us. Uh, what is the plot? Yeah. Jeez,
1: that was hard to say, huh? Uh, It's World War II, you sons of bitches, and (gasps) Nicholas Cage plays Joe Enders. A Marine with grisly combat experience and unnamed PTSD. He is assigned to a special unit where he is a bodyguard for a Wind Talker. Now, this is a Navajo Marine who uses Navajo code uh, that the Japanese cannot crack to relay information on the battlefield. He is paired up with Ben Yazzie, played by actor Adam Beach. Here's the catch. The code must be protected at all costs. What does that mean for our duo? Only time will tell. Uh, we have a huge supporting cast here. Uh, we have Christian Slater playing a pretty nice guy named Ox. We have Roger Willie, who was uh, originally not even in the cast, but was the Navajo educator for the cast. But then, because he was so good, got cast to play Charlie Whitehorse. he's oh, that's so great. great. He's so yeah. good. It's that. a real, a real Harrison Ford Star Wars carpenter wow. situation here. Um, Mark Ruffalo the Buffalo as the Greek oh, Papas. love the Buffalo. Uh, Peter Stormare, who you might remember from our 8mm episode, as Helmstad. Uh, Noah Emmerich is in this. He's the best friend in The Truman Show. He's the racist uh, Marine oh, chick. chick. Boom chick. <laughs> but he did it. Uh, and um, uh, Harry Potter's Jason Isaac sneaks into this as uh, like a top guy, uh, like the s- sergeant, or I don't know. Yeah, he's like the. He's like the commanding. Yeah. yeah, he's never. He's not in the battle, but he sends people to the battle. Here's what I'll. I wanted to ask both of you because I, as this was happening and people were getting, we're gonna get into, we're gonna get into the movie. Don't worry. Don't don't look at me shell shocked, Steve. <laughs> but um, uh, do you know the rankings of military personnel? Because I quickly realized in this, no clue.
3: I have a decent idea, but. I'm going to mess it up I think towards the top. Okay. Cuz I know like down at the bottom you've got private private and then like you have corporals then you I think maybe sergeant and then lieutenant. Where's the major? Major is above. Major's high. Okay. A major's a major's like a pretty high ranking. And then I think where it gets confusing for me is that you have like general and then you have major and then you also have like major general. And, isn't it like and there's lieutenant like a general. <laughs> there's like lieutenant colonel, there's like they start combining them and then i don't know that's
1: i was they're... i real i quickly realized i don't know i i know privates at the bottom yeah hey
3: i'm pretty sure it's <laughs> private corporal sergeant lieutenant okay i'm fairly certain and
1: admiral's only for the navy
3: yes or yeah like or navy, maybe a flight? navy but also ships in general okay
2: what does it matter yeah
1: well, people were getting upgrades in this left and right oh There was, like, a lot of, like, Stripe talk and, like, you know, there's,
3: there's... Not really by name, though. Just, like...
2: I know, but I'm one just. This, well, just, I'm thinking to think myself. It's interesting that you gouged this with like, "Don't worry, we'll get in the movie." But first, let me just ask you about all <laughs> the <is> rankings <laughs> of the military. I it's like one conversation that doesn't really come into the movie, but I we, want to uh, get squared uh, uh, away uh, up top, uh, uh, just so we're all clear this is just that just I was
1: talking. We're just, just, just asking you a question. No, but
2: it's just it's just funny. Of like like I told you, I have a lot to say this episode, and yeah. you are taking yeah, so a lot
1: of time to talk. I took two minutes to ask about. Okay, two
2: minutes. To talk titles is, is a little much. But okay, I mean, well, fine. Now let's get into know. it, We're
1: Tyler. Talking. What did what you, did did think, you about think
3: about this movie, this
2: movie? Tyler? Wow.
3: Okay, so I had I was actually really surprised that I hadn't seen this movie yet because I'm a big you war, love I war. Love I love war. war. I love war. Least woke guy. I love war. <laughs> I love war. I love war movies, especially World War II. So I was Classic. like, I was, I was shocked that I hadn't seen this one.
1: Didn't you go to Belgium and like study the? Terrain? I studied military
3: history in Belgium for like a solid month plus. Isn't that insane? Yeah.
2: Oh, I meant to do your celebrity look-alike for anyone who doesn't know you, just in case they can't tell that you're a white man. But I was thinking, watching Knock at the Cabin, that you could play Rupert Grint's brother. You're much taller and more fit than him, Interesting. and like brunette instead but but you guys have really similar like brow, eyebrow I'm... like brow and face structures right there wow.
1: it's just amazing oh i'm
2: sorry
1: <laughs> that i get roasted over the coals for bringing you up military general. So and then out of nonsense, nowhere and then, uh, out of nowhere you're like you know what tyler you know who your celebrity president <laughs> when we're in the middle of talking about
3: that is helpful
2: is it? to the listener to know what tyler looks like and relevant to the pod
3: okay tyler that is funny i i normally get Conan is who I normally oh, get. Yeah. I get I get I get Conan the most. Your your podcast, you know, like equivalent. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, but you were you were saying um... Oh yeah. Sorry. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, I
3: I was surprised that I hadn't seen this movie. I went into it expecting to like really like it really enjoy this and be like this is gonna be a movie that I'm gonna really like I love war movies and I was ready to come here and battle Christina because I was like Christina's not gonna like this and I'm gonna and I'm gonna love this and it's gonna be a great war movie and very quickly I was like this was horrible. I I absolutely this was atrocious like I would I I could not recommend this movie to anybody.
2: This is so amazing because we're still good at battle because we had opposite like same intentions opposite experience of I was like dreading this because I was like god Tyler's gonna love this movie and I'm gonna have to be like it's so offensive and blahdy blahdy blah -blah, and I was really like not like far it. I loved this movie. I loved this movie. I thought it was awesome. I thought it was the best John Woo movie I've ever seen. I like that. I would. I would absolutely recommend this movie. I, I'm like, it's honestly shocking. It's, it's, shocking. it's,
0: honestly, it's honestly shocking. I'll come
1: in you. with the most tepid take, <laughs> which is I thought it was fine. <laughs> yeah. I. I. I thought to myself, it's really not like that memorable. Um, but I thought, like, the... It's actively bad. <laughs> it's,
0: it's a work of art. It's okay.
1: Okay, okay, okay. But there's, there's a lot of ground to cover here. <laughs> um, so I want to start, I want to start to just to give us, like, a bit of a, yeah. a, a ground to start on. Let's start with the wind talker aspect of it that like we have the Navajo wind talkers, how he felt about them then we can maybe move on to war and then in general like the the whole spectacle of it and then maybe go into Nicolas Cage
2: sure yeah try to go through the movie let's yes. try to get through the movie chronologically sure and then I think I should do some of my ranting and raving and then we'll focus yeah
1: whenever on you want to rant and rave
2: no no it's not whenever I want listen to me what did I just say So <laughs> we're going to focus on getting through the movie okay. and I'm going to try to save know that I have a lot of ranting and raving that I want to do and then I'm expecting you to get it out. But okay, we great. talk about I feel like up top, start of the movie, gorgeous sunset. And uh, IMDB trivia tells me that a lot of that desert footage of Arizona was also used in another favorite movie of mine, Back to the Future 3.
3: The same footage?
2: <laughs> yeah, they that's like stock Arizona, like canyon oh, wow. footage. Wow. Wow. Um wow. And yeah. I, it's beautiful footage. I did
3: notice the the Nicolas Cage pre title billing. Uh, just, yeah. just his, just yeah. his yes. name, Mr. Number it, One. Over the, yeah.
2: Over the I try, I, I try to make a note of that. in when we're watching most of these movies, and he's, he's like almost always Number One. Yeah. It'll be like if he's an and, like a smaller part, that he'll get the and at the end. Yeah. And maybe once or twice, there's been. He's rarely else. doing movies
1: now where someone's yeah. pre billing him.
2: Yeah. Like, he's either the yeah. top
1: or he's the and.
2: Yeah. But um I was freaking out at the credits when and Mark Ruffalo comes up and Christian oh, yeah. Slater comes love, up and I'm like, yeah. Oh
0: my god
2: It's gonna be Um but I would say takes a, a little turn when we get to the Navajo Reservation and they're flying American flags all over the place, <laughs> which I don't know if you know this, I learned not even through, I'm a lawyer, I've gone through law school and passed the California State Bar, and independently of law school, not something they taught me there, not something I've ever learned in my adult life, I'm pretty educated person, is that the Indian tribes in America are like tribal sovereigns. They are sovereign nations within... The U.S. And in the U.S. Constitution, like, Congress has a duty to uphold their tribal sovereignty. And, and like, and it's just crazy how... I'm reading a book right now about how our, like, Supreme Court and court systems have, like, diminished that, like, constitutional grant and power to... So it's just weird that... Very weird that there are American flags flying Flying. on the reservation because it's, like...
0: Interesting.
1: That's. This movie
0: has you're a lot overlord. of.
2: The
1: movie does have a lot of. Wild.
3: America. <laughs> and he yeah. does. I mean, even later on, Ben Yazzie says, like, I'm fighting for my country and everything. Yeah. And yeah. Like, and does, I says, was like, what are you talking about, dude? Makes the claim for it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: But I think both are, are Navajo leads, um, mm-hmm. which, uh, from my understanding, Roger Willie, Charlie Whitehorse, is actually Navajo. Yeah. Adam Beach. Um, is native, but is not Navajo. Because he's from Canada. Yes, and I yeah. think mm, okay. Navajo is part of um, the so, Arizona yes, area. Yes, exactly. Um, but they are both two native actors, which... Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were not like what I enjoyed, and, I, and this happens throughout the movie. No is, freaking
2: Taylor Lautner's around
0: here. Boo, Taylor yeah, Lautner. You <laughs> should be having nightmares every night for yeah, what you've done. It was,
1: <laughs> it was. The native people were played by native people. It wasn't like yeah. any, any anything like that. And I thought that, like, well, they were... Even though the title of the movie is Wind Talkers, mm-hmm. it was much more about Nicolas Cage than I yes. think yeah. them. One of my major <laughs> yes. issues with the movie. <laughs> a fair critique, very fair critique, well I made. Think and Roger that, like, Ebert feels the same. Their <laughs> their characters are not like just two dimensional, but they're they're not like fully three D. But I thought it was, I, I, as far as I know, it it's yeah. like I mean, it was fair representation in terms of like
0: a I real know. character. Oh yeah,
3: I mean, to me, I thought like. I thought all the character development in this movie was horrible. And what? I, I don't think, oh, God. I, I, don't I was think about any, to say that. Uh, literally, I literally thought you were going to say great. I was no, like, yes, no, me too. I you, thought it was no, amazing. No, I thought it was really no. good. There's not a, there's no not a singly defined crazy? character in this. What
2: are
0: you
3: talking however, about? I'm however.
2: I'm so <laughs> locked into these characters.
3: However. I However, both Charlie Whitehorse and Ben Yossi are the two best characters, They're so I think, awesome. in, in the movie. I think they are the most clearly defined, mm-hmm. and They're especially so... at the beginning, I really yeah. like Ben Yossi in the beginning. I think yeah. the first, like, the first half of the movie, he's kind of interesting because he's, like, so optimistic and uh, friendly, but then also has enough, like, kind of spunk to push against, like, yeah. some of the, yeah. like... Yeah. Some of the aggressive yeah, 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 nature of yeah, yeah. some of the Marines. So I really, really like that. Towards the end of the movie... Uh, uh, but that's... I, I don't know how much that's like writing versus acting. But okay. I think like at the... Where, where we begin, those were the two characters that I liked and, you know, could buy into the most. Yeah. For sure.
2: I thought they were so good. <laughs> but I thought... I thought... What I want to say is where I'm like, I... I love native peoples. So I really want to be a good ally to them and supporter and stuff. and i I cannot say at all, like, how accurate or good this was? Like I was like, how is the Navajo in this? I don't know or whatever. It's great that Roger Willie is Navajo and stuff, mm-hmm. and you yeah. can trust in that stuff. But I was like, they're so good. I was like, they were well, good. They were good. So these are. I was seeing a lot of reviews of that. Were like, they're so flat. They're so one D. Like they're just the smiling native. And I was like, I didn't feel that way. I thought they were amazing. I thought they were no. They
1: were they were good. They were also. I mean, it was Roger Willie's first role. He's ever so playing with Charlie Whiteley. That is White pretty he's cool. so he's, good. He's is great. Crazy. Um, but I, this is where it is like I kind of wish it was about the two of them. Yes, it should have been, and that should have been for a the movie. movie
3: about code talkers. There's almost no code <laughs> there's, <talkers>. there's, <laughs> there's almost exactly. no code talkers. You
1: got there's truly one code talking sequence in the entire thing.
3: No, and what's crazy to me is like <laughs> this is this is doing doing my research yes. for uh for the history of this. Yeah, there is actually like. There's so much cool story to tell there yeah. of, the, like, the actual use of Navajo in World War II for this, like, whole thing. And specifically, like, I was looking into – there's a whole story um, with them in uh, Iwo Jima and, like, the the battles on Iwo Jima and how, like, they there were 29 original Navajo that, like, created the whole Code mm-hmm. Talker language. Like, they were, like, yeah. hired and brought on to, like, do – the entire uh yeah to create the entire system and they were later like they didn't get recognition for it for a really long time 68 because he was, like, was like yeah yeah it was like classified in se- yes in secret and then eventually they win like the congressional medal of honor for it yeah and like they they are they're basically considered like one of the main reasons why yuojima was successful yeah And we don't even, we don't touch on that in this movie. And they like barely get any credit at all. Like they just don't, they're just kind of around. They're just kind of around and and don't serve (laughs) much of a
0: purpose
2: So in the plot. Yes. Okay. So there's, there's, so Mike Pearl for Vice pointed out that the story in Wind Talkers is, it takes place in Saipan, which is an island under a Japanese world. And Mike Pearl says it was, inhabited by the Chamorro people who were in a similar position to the Navajo people. Like, indigenous people forced to fight for the group who had colonized them. And the movie doesn't mention this at all. It, like, doesn't seem to know. Like, like there's so many cool, true story details that could have been. And then Roger Ebert pointed out that, like, the code talking in this movie is Nicolas Cage's, like, like, tell them the position of these big guns so they blow them (laughs) in or whatever. And he, like, relays it. And Roger Ebert was, like, They wouldn't be able to move those big guns so you could relay that message in English and there's nothing they could do anyway. Like, it doesn't matter if they break the code on those messages. So, if you have 400 total Navajo people, why would you waste two of them on a dumb frontline message? My stuff was like, this great. The big advantage (laughs)
3: of using the Navajo code talkers, and this I don't, like, I only found out about this by reading and researching, is that the. It's the speed. This the speed of which you could translate a code is. Yes. It's insanely faster by yes. using the Navajo language because yeah. normally, if they're using like regular like code in English,
0: mm-hmm.
3: machines and people would take like two hours to translate like a hundred word message or something, right? And the, by using Navajo code talking, they could do it in like two and a half minutes. So. Yeah. The real advantage was like because they could speak in this other language and have these code words, they could then translate messages in in like real time speed that it actually was useful during the battles, yeah. rather than just like intel or like something ahead of time. Imagine. And they don't like highlight. They that don't know. Like that was my. That's why
2: code talkers is such a like beautiful word for it because it's not just code. It's you're talking it. Which is that crazy. Be, it's crazy yeah. and amazing. And- it's
1: also, uh, I think like, if this is what I imagine ho- like the Hollywood of it is, and I was seeing something that there's a director's cut if we got this on DVD that is supposedly a bit better um, and that Hollywood producers were like, um, mo- more of the war, more Nicolas Cage, more of the war. And we'll get into Nicholas Cage and, and like my, my, We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Um, But there may have been a better movie here that I think, to give a little credit to John Woo and the the writers, that I think they wanted to tell a little more of, that Hollywood said no. And the thing Mm -hmm. is, is like, I think the Hollywood thing is like, oh, it's going to be... We don't really care about the actual code talking, like, whatever. But I'm like, didn't they make a movie that was the the imitation game, which is just exclusively about Benedict Cumberbatch being like... Breaking the Enigma code. Breaking an Enigma code. And in that... Was that movie boring? Yes, a little bit, but yes. <laughs> that, was, that movie. is a great imitation. So movie. boring! A <laughs> movie we game? saw together. Another boring movie. Very boring. It was very so fantastic. So boring. Excellent. Awful. But it was also Terrible. a good movie. <laughs> movie. <laughs> it, was, it was an exciting movie. It was good. Wrong. It was a little boring, but <laughs> 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 but to the point of like you can make that movie, and that I feel like that was like in the awards contenders it was. for the year. It was. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: Because it's there was all white people in it. There were all yes. no people of yes. color in that movie. And uh, Roger Ebert pointed out, two thousand two is the review where he he was like, Hollywood finds it impossible to trust minorities with it's their own true. stories, and is like, they're like, we gotta have a white guy.
1: <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's the my understanding of like the native people of this country when i like look back like 2002 puts me at 8 years old uh, which is what like third grade that is when like we took a field trip to go visit to go visit the cherokee tribe <gasps> in new jersey yes dude yes, yeah. wow. dude, and yes! It's, it's one of those things where it's you do that in third grade and in fourth grade you go visit like pilgrim <laughs> in, oh, yeah. in massachusetts yeah, colonial oh, yeah. colonial whatever, cano- yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah. and so in your head you're like dude. yeah both are like Relics of the... <laughs> yeah. Relics of yeah. the past. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, it's hard as a kid to put it together. And like, I just... Because you're
2: being actively fed genocide yes, propaganda. Yes, exactly. And it's...
1: <laughs> Look, I'll defend myself. It's not up to me at that age to like be no. like, yeah smells like shit. Of, <laughs> I remember,
2: no, but it is. I remember a similar thing. And you're, you're... As a child, you're like, vibes feel off. But everybody... All the adults are being like, isn't this nice that mm. we're here? Like with the
0: Indians, (laughs) (laughs) and
2: you're like, I guess they don't seem happy to have us here, and like vibes. Yeah. Versus then you go to the colonial thing, and it's like a fair, and everyone's like, "Isn't your history so grand?" And you're like, "What?
1: Shocking stuff." So
2: shocking stuff.
1: Tyler, did you ever go? Did you ever? You ever have any of those? We never went to
3: nothing for like Native Americans, but we. I mean I we we definitely visited like we we like played pretend and went to what was called New Orleans and New Orleans was like a we basically like acted and like dressed up like like pilgrims and like farmers and like ran a Are farm. Are you saying New Orleans? No, New Orleans. It's called New Orleans. <laughs> not 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 New Orleans. This is Maine? Nothing. Is it in Maine? New
1: Orleans. Yes. Okay. This wow. is in Maine. <laughs>
3: Maine
2: is a crazy place. <laughs>
1: There used to be, like, a, a <laughs> Actually, child... Wait, wait, wait. I have yeah, to tell you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. At New Orleans, this was in second grade. Yeah. And in second grade, it, of my class of, like, there were, I think, maybe 15 of us. Uh-huh. And basically 50-50 guys and girls and we uh, were in second grade. And I was named father of the of the family. And so... Oh my God. At, at, like, lunchtime, or what was called dinner, because dinner is lunch, um, at, at at dinner... Uh, we're like reenacting the dinner table so because I'm the father I sat at the head of the table and in second grade I got to I had to serve everybody and decide how much
1: food oh my god how much food everybody and oh
3: my god got. and I got like I got like first seconds and everything I got like all the privileges of being the dad and my other like second grade contemporaries. Like sit at the end of the table how did, and like clean up and everything.
1: How did you get
3: this? This is insane. why you're my least smoke friend. This is your
2: childhood.
1: It was insane. Dude. That is insane. <laughs> Unreal. Crazy.
2: Awesome.
1: <clears throat> um oh. Well <laughs> Well just to say I think there's no way I'm seeing this at eight years old because it, it's no. horrifically violent. It was and, rated, R. And rated almost, R. Almost got
2: into 17. Uh, let's George. say I
1: was maybe 14 and I still had my baseline nat- native uh, educational understanding. I'd at least have some wherewithal. I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> Native people existed after like 1700s, 1800s. Like, I don't think it was until. Maybe, like, end of middle school when I, for myself, read Howard Zinn's uh, A People's History of the United States. Wow. Um, And then, of course, AP AP U.S., like, you get into it far more. Mm -hmm. But you're not learning that in any of the U.S. history, like, in, I'd say, elementary. And, like, you don't really do U.S. history in middle school, at least not in my school. No. Mm -hmm. No, No, we didn't either. No, I yeah, you you do U.S. history in, in elementary in high, school because they're like yeah, you got to know your country. In elementary and then in high and school. then in high school, yeah, yeah And yeah. you get you get the more in rise, but in middle school you're but like,
2: did you guys know that like Native Americans are tribal nations
1: no. within the U.S.?
0: No, like, no they're not like, teaching like, like, us. I the barely knew. Modern what I'm day. Saying, what I'm saying is, yeah. till the
1: end of middle school, I didn't even know they were like still around.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's <laughs>
1: yeah. genocide. That's genocide.
2: That's the yeah. active <laughs> genocide that commits on native people is acting like they've died out yeah, they're yes. dying yes. they're, they're, not, dead. Here they're not even here you yeah. don't have to worry about whether or not they have autonomy because it, they have they're pretty much gone so don't even like, like exactly worry about it's it. like the Versus, same way
1: they're like the pilgrims they're of the
2: old that time. is not true to be clear yes. that is, no i know
1: so, i
3: know no, i
2: know you know i'm i'm saying i'm just saying to the general <laughs> yes general you the general, the general yes. truth the general out in the world yes. how did We've stumbled into one of my trap cards which is that i want to plug che jim on tiktok c-h-e dot j-i-m on tiktok um and che is a content creator of the navajo nation uh an enrolled member of the dine tribe um and he is so funny he's so funny he's like such a good comedian Um, but he'll also do, like, call-out videos and educational call-out videos, and he'll also, he dabbles a little bit in doing, like, short horror clips, and he's, he's just, like, amazing, and I've been following him on TikTok for a long time, and he has connected me to so many other Native content creators as well who, like, help me learn and unlearn the indoctrination that, like, Native people are dying and dying Mm -hmm. out and not, like, currently living, contributing, like... To culture and yeah. life and cool people cool really people. amazing people
1: well in our lifetime we have come from like uh quote columbus day turning into yeah, indigenous people's Day, day. Yeah. um and i not everywhere. Not everywhere. not everywhere not everywhere no no yeah and Florida. there's yeah, yeah. but i have to imagine within like who knows 25 30 years it might hopefully be fully like uh you know that.
2: Yeah, my I, thing I don't is know. that if we keep going in the age of like the internet and dissemination of it, like information, it feels impossible for a lot of these like yeah. dictatorships to erase history anymore yeah, Just stick around. To, it. Yeah. But if we go other direction and they manage to like cut our power and cut our Wi-Fi, like, cut, like a modern burning of the libraries of Alexandria, I feel like we could easily slip back in.
1: This is not- We're getting so uh, close to a rant. Christina, I wanted to get through the movie and, and I really Christina want to get through Christina, once a week, a is like, what if they come for us? They're going to like, come for us. They're
2: going <laughs> to cut. It's literally so easy to knock out the U.S. Easier, this national power you know, grid. It I, would be so easy, and I deal they're going to be
1: able the time. to do it.
2: And <laughs> so many people are going to freeze to death, and it's- it's going to be crisis. We it's going to be crazy. We are all about. And the earthquake is going to come. We are, <laughs> I'm so scared. We're all
1: about gun rights in this household. What? But Christina no. once in a while is like, should we get a gun if they come I'm for us? I'm not allowed to have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs>
2: should I do a little more talking but, no, about genocide no, no, or no, I should no, I
1: no. save it for later? Save it for later. Save it for later. We, we should move on yeah, to like, just something else for a second. <laughs> um, let's talk about, well, let's talk about him for a second. Nicolas Cage.
0: Oh, oh, surprise!
1: Because because wow. we open with the I Navajo. Do want to talk about we Cage, open though. with with our um yeah. with our uh, at the Navajo Nation, but then we move to the Solomon Islands where we see the worst world. scene okay, of wait, the movie. No,
0: it's literally the best. Okay, the worst
2: minute. scene. I of the film. I had chills. Let me describe this intro to you. I was like, oh, I had full chills. There's a butterfly. <laughs> And it floats down across the water, and then from the corner of the screen, some blood starts seeping up, and the butterfly starts flying over the blood, and then there's a corpse floating in the water, and the butterfly flies up, and we pan up to Nicholas Cage. I like that shot. Cage. That's a good to shot. Di- it was the I one love of, that. I was like, because Nicholas Cage and John Woo have worked together on Face Off, yep. and so it felt like such a loving intro like a thoughtful beautiful shot to be like Nicolas cage my my muse my guy or whatever here and then we go into uh the battle scene which i thought was amazing there's a a hand gets cut off there's like desperation agony and then we end the climax (laughs) after all the like brutality occurs uh, Nicholas Cage is holding on to the last member of his now all dead troop, who, as he dies in his arms, says, "God damn you, Joe Enders. Yeah, and he curses like, I? and and I, let me just say, I was so moved.
1: I was
3: I warming to... because I was so
1: uncomfortable. <laughs> tell watching. me, Tyler. Tell me what what's your why is it bad for you? Because I thought I
3: overall uh-huh. it started in this scene, but throughout yes. the entire throughout the entire movie, I thought. The way that all of the actors played grief and struggle and sadness was horrible. <gasps> I thought it, I thought I thought nobody had any idea what they were doing, wow. and was it felt so put? Everything felt so put on, and everything felt so uh, presentational in wow. terms of like grief and sadness uh, and like. The, like, curse you, Joe (laughs) and, like, all Uh this.
1: Like, it's so operatic. It was was so operatic. It was melodramatic.
3: It was so operatic, but trying to be real. Like, the Mm -hmm. movie is trying to be, like, a realistic war movie, like a Saving Private Ryan, like a... You know, Hacks you would have put Star this Ridge up there and with Saving Private Rod. Not even close. Like that's what I'm saying. It's
2: like it, you would watch I have chills. I when Nicolas Cage was <laughs> doing his like big monologue to like Ben Yahti over by the Graves, oh, I was thinking no. to myself, this is what he should have won the Oscar for.
0: <laughs> no, yes, no. yes. yes. No. I kid you not. I... not. I kid
2: you not. I was like, that's <laughs> a really good monologue. I. <laughs>
3: I, are you talking about the end? The end his end? I'm
2: talking about when he's like drunk by the graves. Oh my oh and then no, oh like, no. I was I, like, wow, that's really good.
3: <laughs> this is because this is then get talking about Nicolas Cage, this yeah. is my other problem is that Nicolas Cage is playing like four different people in this movie. I like there is not a he was not consistent in terms of like I could not get a read on who this guy is? Because mm-hmm. like in moments he'd be this like psycho barbarian rage marine guy, yeah, and then he'd be like stoic drunk man, and then he'd, he'd be, also be
1: like really scared sometimes. Yeah, and
3: yeah, he's really scared. Then and there's, there's like, like the, a quiet. Then there's the weird like he's drawing in the flower scene where <gasps> yeah. he's like, "I love that he's, scene." Like, now, so- now suddenly I'm like an artist and like I have this other thing. It, it's just <laughs> like. It, I love that he's I not know. consistent at
1: all. Uh, yes. I, look, this might be. I'm so glad
3: you're here. I'm
2: so yeah. glad you're <laughs> feeling <laughs> <Radiant> <laughs> minions. I love it. I, it's, because it's so funny. Like, I, I totally believe you. And yet my experience of watching it, I was like, I get this guy.
1: Look, <laughs> here's, here's what I'll say. We all have different experiences coming into this. You didn't watch Captain Corelli's Mantle. Well, so my, theory, my theory is
3: that you guys have watched so many bad Nicolas Cage movies. No, dude, this is in, a good one. That in comparison, you're really like, oh my one. god. This Wow. God. This, this is, wow. No, this is such a relief. good
1: <laughs> one. No, oh my goodness. This make, is so you good. Wow. This one is so good. You make <laughs> a good point. But specifically, just the last one was so insane. In the last <laughs> one. Don't.
2: Come on. Leave me alone. But
1: What? Corelli? In Captain Corelli's Mandolin, which you haven't watched. I have not seen. Uh, he goes, this is his like introduction. He's like, Oh, mamma mia, bella ragazza, how good to see you. And so, co- coming from that, I'm like, this guy really is believable in a scene. Really um, so good. Because I thought, I did think it was melodrama. I thought everything was melodrama, but I also felt, I do think that, John Woo tried to get the best of both worlds, where he tried to yeah. do both melodrama and he was like, "Well, this is the real war." And I think where he succeeds in "This is the Real War," if any, it's still a, a bigger version of it. the ex- The amount of explosions and like the, f- like when there's just like running around, the amount of bullets and bodies like flying around, you feel terrified. You feel like this is scary. Like no part of me watching that was like war is cool or fun mm, like yeah, i want to yeah. go I like oh no it, yes it I felt That's, like war is fucking terrifying i would agree with that
2: i did see a comment that was saying though it, uh, in terms of not feeling realistic the inaccuracy of when you throw a grenade there's no fire just oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah
1: yeah
3: there's also there's so look, much
2: fire in this movie i loved it i love pyrotechnics i love when there's fire i'm like I, oh
0: the big
1: flame the I, I love, power, yeah look <laughs> let I me also, ask you a physics uh, question <laughs> This flamethrower feels OP. Yeah. You flamethrowered a tank, and the tank exploded. Yeah. From my understanding... That's not a flamethrower, no. and it
2: was also. It felt. Like, wasn't it like Christian Slater has to scuttle along and like pick it up from a guy who's like my knee? And it was just like you have two arms, you can use your okay. flamethrower, and that seems like it should have been sooner in the battle. Though
3: the the amount of fire that's coming out of the flamethrower is accurate. Nice. Flamethrowers throw, flame flamethrowers are wow. intense in nice. terms of like how much fire actually comes out. Oh, of nice. You. Okay, that's but, good. So like that is that's that's, that's realistic yeah that's
1: true but the tank exploding but the, i you know, fire I know. does not <laughs> blow up a metal tank. <laughs> yeah that's, that's <laughs> what i that's what i thought as well um the war itself i thought was probably the best part of the movie which is not necessarily what you want to hear in the movie titled wind talkers um my my only critique with that though is like i think
3: i think like the actual battle sequences like all the explosions and stuff like yeah that adds to that's it's chaotic you feel like a soldier who has no idea what's going on and everything's like blowing up around you and it's scary and everything but as a viewer what i where i think this fails in comparison with other like war movies and stuff is in other war movies you know you know what's going on in the battle you know the purpose of like what their objective is or where they're fighting or what they're fighting around this movie was just Battle scene to battle scene to battle scene, and in each one, I have no idea yeah. what they're fighting over, what what their goal is. Yeah, to like like take where the they island. where they are. Yeah, like there's so many battle scenes. Cheetah loves it. There's so well, many. That so are just I like, love that
2: you say that because I think for me normally in war movies, I don't have any idea what's, you're like. You know what's going on. I'm like, no, I don't. In normal war movies, <laughs> even I'm like, I have no idea. Like watching um, what was the Harry Styles movie?
3: Oh, uh, Dunkirk?
2: Yeah, Dunkirk, which is supposed to be like very specific. Yeah. I was like, what are we doing? Well, I, don't, I don't understand <laughs> like what's happening. So this is, that didn't end up being a problem mm. for me, I guess. Okay.
1: <laughs> it was, here's what I'll say. I knew what was, I knew the goal was so ambiguous of just taking the island that it just seemed like, well, if they're fighting, they're going to take it. But it also like, I was split between like, are they purposefully saying that it's very confusing out there. Yeah. Because there is that the one scene that I actually liked in terms of how stressful it seemed was when they were the Americans Our were firing, firing at yeah. the Americans. That's the best
3: yeah. that's the best battle scene. And you scene. just feel so
1: like you're and yeah. like whatever. Now I'll say in this scene, this that's, there's that's the just the
3: only time you know what's going on. Yes. That's the only battle scene where you actually that being know said, what's happened.
1: That scene is also, in my opinion, one of the most insane scenes. Because that's the scene where it turns into a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. That's
2: what I also love about <laughs> this movie. I feel like it, it's d and D
1: movie. I have a hundred. Tyler, so just I'm so like, everyone, yes. we played a lot of D and D together. Tyler's usually the, the dungeon master, <laughs> yes. the DM. And there's a hundred times we'll be like in an enemy base, and we're like, oh, there's some cloaks. We should put on the cloaks and go pretend to be the enemy. Oh. I'll tell you what. It never goes well. And in this, they're like, what if? Well, Benyazi kind of looks like he could be Japanese, not really, um, but but they're like, what if he puts on the uniform and they make Nicolas Cage a prisoner? Nicolas Cage also speaks apparently fluently fluent Japanese. Fluent Japanese. Yeah. I, I have
2: a couple questions about that because it's it is one Nicolas Cage teaches teaches Benyazi the one Japanese word which prisoner. is prisoner? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Which is like that all, doesn't seem all he like, said, like prisoner, yes. prisoner, <laughs> like prisoner yeah. enough, and then. Shocking doesn't reveal until they're in the moment that he he speaks knows Japanese. Japanese, Japanese. Yeah. that he, he can actually speak Japanese. And I saw an IMDb trivia that they were like Nicholas Cage learned to speak Navajo fluently for the movie. John Woo maintains he misunderstood the character and that's why he did so. And I'm like, one, what do you mean he learned to speak it fluently for the movie? That seems like a Herculean task yes. that you would not. It's be also able
3: notoriously to- one of the most difficult yeah. languages yeah. to learn. Yeah, so. I'm
2: like what. So IMDb trivia,
0: somebody needs to update
1: yes. that. Hmm. what well, here's here's my issue with IMDb trivia. Yeah, tell me. I need a source. There's no source. There's no source. Oh, no That's true. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what Wikipedia, at the very least, yeah. when they put a fact, Sources. I can go down see. There's yeah. usually an interview tied to it or something, so I can gauge. Like, anyways. In this in this sequence though,
3: it's also, uh, Nicholas Cage suddenly becomes James Bond. Also, and, and and like he becomes Rambo. Yeah. He, he, yeah. He, he he kills like. Thirty guys Dude. in a matter of like two minutes. The, the, and it's and it's like it's different <laughs> than the other war sequences which look like a soldier. This is like he looks like an uh, assassin. Yes. yes.
1: Like he becomes an assassin.
3: Which for you're
2: them. Right, doesn't the, line up with what we hear from him is like the reason he was in charge in the first place was like a mistake or like somebody like he got surprise promoted at the last second to re- lead that yes. battalion oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. into like Just the kind suicide of random mission, chance. random like and then and then he's wounded and then they pull him back. It oh. seems like because they're like, we know you'll be willing to kill this code talker if Bush comes to shove. Yes. So it's not at no point does it seem like he has the guy is like, oh, you have an impressive military history, but it like is not totally clear what that means. It's but just, to your point, just Ken, his Solomon all Island. All of a stand. sudden, he's Jason Bourne, James Bond. He's also like, supposed
3: to like, be completely off balance.
1: Yes. Whole yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing. We haven't even mentioned. We haven't even mentioned. He's like he's, deaf in one ear. And, it, it, and his and balance is, is, and it's his balance is totally Which I
2: also, that was another one of my favorite scenes, is when. It, it's the uh, he's in the military hospital and they're gonna do a balance test and he puts a glass of water down and the shot is like of the glass of water and then pans to him and he does like the slow walk and I was like John Woo, what a filmmaker! Do you see That's this? Right this, right is, this is
1: this is you, uh, we watch these movies, you never know what's coming. <laughs> you never know what's coming. She's like the glass of water shot, awkward. It's like, <laughs> the glass of water <laughs> shot. This is a good movie. That was
0: a really good
2: part. I.
1: <laughs> this is like again going back to like what am I supposed to be concentrating on in this movie there's a nurse that apparently falls terrible. in terrible she's that, the worst that whole storyline there's I, a nurse that falls in love with him even though he does like nothing nothing and then also also before, before we even get to that he has a grenade blow
3: up in front of him. yes. In yes. front of him. yes. Yeah. And that beautiful face... He
2: gets just some cool just scars. He just to he gets, he just gets he cool. to stay perfectly
3: yes. clean. He should look like Mad-Eye Movie. <laughs> nothing else happens to yes. him other than like a little bit of a scratch but up he's yes. got, like, his He's got
2: eyebrow scars has, like, that yeah, looks well, That so looks, cool. looks hot. It looks he has like, hot. a yeah.
1: tiny little his eyebrow scars. His hair scar was good in this. He good. looked like he had a nice military cut. Haircut looks really type. good. His eyes that's very point. So this nurse falls in love with his beautiful visage. They work together... She's terrible. They work together to... Uh, she, get him out she, she helps, him cheat, helps him cheat cheat, cheat, on, the us, cheat like, on the that's test which I'm like that's
2: the most unethical thing yeah. I've ever seen because you're not just jeopardizing his safety you're jeopardizing the safety,
1: everyone, safety. everyone everyone's safety everyone's, everyone's, everyone's
0: it's crazy yeah. it's yeah. yeah. like, so crazy
1: outrageous she then like was supposed to care that she goes to Hawaii for like a base like they spent like maybe a minute and a half being like and by the way I've been relocated to Oahu because I'm working at a military hospital there now and I'm like were we supposed to care about this character she's always trying to write him letters and
2: people are always trying to give him to the read and he's like I don't want to read Letters. Stupid letters. It's letters. crazy. I don't even know this. Displ- Look, spoiler, big, big spoiler: Nicholas
1: Cage dies at the end of this movie, and as he's dying, he pulls Benyazi close to him, and he's like, "I have to tell you something." <laughs> and I whisper to Christina, "Tell that nurse to stop <laughs> sending <laughs> <me> letters."
0: <laughs> it's <laughs> so funny <laughs> because
1: it. I truly felt I was like this poor woman is just sending letters. He doesn't care at all. His wow. goal in this movie was to die.
0: <laughs> yeah. He was like, are I must getting... be
1: killed. He's like, I got to go to Valhalla, yes. yeah. so I got to die in action. I got to die, <laughs> <laughs> die fighting. Um, the Japanese in this are stormtroopers. <laughs>
2: I don't want to talk about that. It's too uncomfortable. <laughs> there's, there's the point where Ben Yachty in and in the Japanese and they're, soldier they're, they're, are face-to-face like face and neither of them and will shoot, shoot each other. Are you going to shoot each other? I couldn't believe it. I was like, that. why didn't that guy shoot? You're yeah, telling me I, he's also having his own hero's journey where he can't be forced to kill a man?
1: I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Tell me this. Would you in a hundred years have guessed that Christian Slater would die in this <gasps> by, by samurai by sword big sword, sword beheading? beheading. I was.
3: I. What did you think of that? Slater Slade. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Like I was, I I was so shocked that they went to a full clean beheading. I thought it was amazing. Because I thought it was so good. I thought it was
2: so tastefully done. Christina. I,
1: I, look. I will say I'm not the foremost buff of World War II military history and the Japanese. Oh yeah yeah
2: yeah. But tell me this accuracy. (laughs)
1: Were <laughs> were they bringing samurai? Were they swords bringing in? full samurai swords? I think a lot
3: of them, yes, actually. Okay. Uh, I think many, especially the the higher ups, I because like me. if you were like a general or like a higher ranking officer, okay. right, then fair. you would have your like family sword, okay, that you'd like have with you. I loved it. The and, fact that and
2: uh, Charlie Whitehorse had his Navajo blades, his, his knife, and his yeah, his knife,
1: a kni- knife. Look. You have a lot of gear on when you're a soldier. It's like big. A big little big. knife strapped to your ankle is one thing. A full You're usually you have a pack on. So you're where's this like The
2: sword is attached a to your belt. Pa-
1: yeah, yeah. that's still
2: I I I think it's I'm cumbersome. You in terms of we don't know how accurate okay. it is, all right, all right. but I'm not with you in terms of it's so hard to wear a sword. Like that's too crazy. Okay. Talking
3: okay. about Slater and his death though yes. or um, yeah. Ox, I guess. Yeah, his Ox. <laughs> so He's I like, thought because
2: I'm big, but because I'm from Oxnard, California, yeah. And you're like irrelevant. Weird. I don't care. That could have been your last name.
3: <laughs> the <laughs> relationship between Ox and Charlie Whitehorse uh-huh. is s- far superior than the relationship between Nicolas Cage and uh, Benioff. When yes. they were playing or, or, the
1: flute and the harmonica that together.
3: Was so yeah. nice. However, however, that was however, so however nice. Christian Slater is not playing the harmonica. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> no, really. No. no. Way is he playing harmonica yes. and this scene? Because you start off, and uh, Charlie Whitehorse is playing the flute, and you're like, oh, yeah, he's playing the flute. That guy, <laughs> he knows how to play this instrument. Yes. And then.
0: I was <laughs> Christian, even Slater, it's so close Christian up. Slater picks up <laughs> the harmonica,
3: <laughs> and it, he's like, it, he's like a little kid where he's just like puffing his cheeks out, pretending <laughs> to like blow into the little harmonica, trying to play this new music. And I was like, oh my god, so yeah. good. But their their relationship and like I think, and they
2: were both like, my dad taught me yeah, how to play exactly, this. Daddy's boys band.
3: That was a relationship that when I actually he's... bought into, and like leads to the to like their final moment of him being like. Am I going to, do I have to kill you or do mm-hmm. I not? And I'm not going to. I'm gonna die we've, trying we've to developed, protect yeah, you. We've yeah, we've developed this relationship Boy. and everything. And I was like, that is a way more satisfying yeah. resolution to the relationship between the code yeah. talker and like their yeah. defender sort of. Yeah. Whereas, can we jump to yeah. the, the, yeah. the final end? Because if you contrast that with, the with Joe Ender and Ben Yazzie yeah, and like their his like death scene at the end. To me, it's almost offensive because you are you're using you're using the whole like concept of the Navajo talker as just a catalyst for Nicolas Cage's like journey. And you need it's like it's almost disgusting that <laughs> Ben Yazzie has to look at Nicolas Cage and nod his head and be like, kill me. Like I'm giving you permission it's, to yes. kill me. So that so that Nicolas Cage yeah. can say yes. no. Wow. Say, I'm saving you. Tyler no. is
1: jumping from least woke yep, friend. He's dumb. climbing the ladder. I
3: told you, this I always surprise is, her. I always you're surprise still
2: her. least woke <laughs> in terms of, I feel like you don't know anything, but I feel like you are a good, smart, intelligent, loving person, and so it's nice to hear your insights, and I'm I'm excited. I'm so happy that this is the take that you're giving. Because,
3: I, I mean, but it actually, like, that. that is kind of, like, that's exactly what happens in that moment of, like, you're, it's, that's the whole purpose of the movie. The whole purpose and yes. the whole premise of the movie is, he's just, able to have is his death. just so that he can say, like, "No, you know what? I'm not going to kill you."
1: Yeah, because mind you, 25 minutes earlier, he freaking grenaded Charlie White, of yeah. course, yeah, in the chest. Yeah. Poor Charlie's eyes, like, he's like, "What the?" And
2: he is, like, he's still thinking about it. He hasn't <laughs> yes. decided not to kill Ben either. It's yes. not until like he needs switch. his permission, like, like he, he it's, needs,
1: like that's terrible. it's it's one of those it's we get to these movies a lot where it's like we it's hard to judge like is cage the greatest actor alive if the movie itself is not the movie that we want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um
2: my beef with the Nicolas Cage Death scene and Ben Yatzi is actually that because Ben like pulls his dog tags off and I'm like oh, yeah. I'm like dude those are specifically supposed to remain on right now so someone can identify his body. And then he not only like, doesn't even take them, he just puts them down on top. I'm like, now they're going to get just, shifted and get kicked lost. off yeah, and I mean, lost and no one will have... But then he somehow has it at the end and he's doing like a ceremony. Yeah, how do you feel them?
1: about Nicolas Cage becoming an honorary Navajo in the, in his, in the <laughs> final shot? that
2: isn't what happened you're saying that (laughs) as a joke there's they They do like a whole he is doing a ceremony but it seems that to me with his kid Like with With, yeah Benjiati, his his child and his wife are watching as he like washes and maybe cleanses or does some sort of spiritual ceremony with the dog tags. Yeah. But I was like, that could easily be like a mourning your friend, honoring friend, helping yourself process that, not necessarily making him honorary honorary. Nava. All right, right. that would be That would be all right. Take it easy. But you have. Uh,
1: trap activated, trap activated trap
3: card
2: activated trap card so <laughs> in
1: lose the one m- turn <laughs> drop
2: three <laughs> wedges <laughs> in the movie um the Nicolas Cage character receives a silver star for
0: uh,
2: his part in saving the men that were being shot at by it, U.S. its, men. it's,
1: it's, it's his little secret mission. It's, yeah, it's, it's secret, their, it's they, their... the secret mission to get the radio because their radio got blown up. Yeah, where which they... is
2: crazy. Where it's like that seems like that was kind of his fault to begin with that he wasn't like like accurately pre- or, or doing doing enough in the beginning, and, and they completely ignore Benyati. They don't like yeah. they don't acknowledge him or give him an award or whatever. People Magazine <laughs> reported. Um, that for the premiere, the cast and uh, director went to Nation's capital, which is Washington, D.C., I've heard, um, and they did a premiere there, and there was a post-screening party where the commander-in-chief of Veterans Foreign 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 Affairs, James Goldsmith, presented Cage, age 38, with a plaque recognizing his role in publicizing the Navajo contribution to our victory. And then Nicolas Cage was like, yeah, I always wanted to do boot camp. Feels like a vacation for ourselves. Like, I like to imagine I would have done the best I could and more. And I'm just like, the, the People magazine oh article God. does not mention if Adam Beach or Roddy Willie received oh any God. sort of recognition or plaque. Oh and so I don't know for sure that they did not it, But it's crazy that in real, like, that's where, like, I want to give Nicolas Cage credit for for illuminating the story, choosing a project sure. that brings it to life. Yeah. But it, his actions and the result of him being like, yes, give me the accolade. I'm not going to advocate necessarily for the Native participant to like get that same mm-hmm. acclaim. Mm-hmm. That's so bad.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's
2: wow. so cringe. It's
1: tough. It's I was seeing this the same come up for like, what do... Navajo people think of this movie. Yeah, do you
0: do that? Right I, I, I found me.
1: I found an article um that basically was like we are happy that this story is being told but we don't love necessarily the way it's told yeah. which I can totally understand because yeah. it's how I feel about um was it 2017 promise. or 2018's yeah. The Promise? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, which with, was like... With Christian Bale. With Christian and, Bale. Exactly. Yeah. Christian look, Bale look, it's Oscar Isaac. Christian Bale, and, Oscar Angela... Isaac, and Angela Sarafian. So yes. only Angela is, is actually Armenian. Yeah. Oscar at least does like a convincing Armenian character. But it's not really... It's like about like kind of like more like Christian Bale and like yeah. what's going on with him and like all this stuff. And it's like am I happy that a big budget movie was made about the Armenian genocide mm-hmm. that I'm sure more people saw right. than like your typical small right. smaller Armenian mm-hmm. indie movies that cover the topic? And I'm like, yes. But also... Am I happy
2: that it focused am on I, a white guy? No. no. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm
1: sure... I love Oscar Isaac. He's great. And he does a great job in it. I'm not coming for you, Oscar. I love you, buddy. I would love to work with you on day. <laughs> <laughs> but you tell me there was no Armenian guy. Come on. Come on. I could have done it. I could put some Asian makeup on me. I could have done it. Fine. <laughs> Make the character younger. Um, <laughs> but, uh, like, that was just something where it's like, it's, it is conflicted. Yeah. You're not yeah. like, yeah. you're not totally against the movie. Right. But you're also not like, you're like, oh, I wish yeah. was better. Yeah. Which
2: yeah. to temper myself, I wouldn't go around being like, this is a great representation <laughs> of Native People movie. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, I liked it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, it had
2: more of it than it usually does. Usually movies don't mention Native sure. People at all. So.
1: That's true. That's true. Um. Tyler, yeah. because this is a role that I think there's a chance you'd get cast as, how would you feel about playing a character like Chick oh, in Chick. one of these, in a type of movie? Because you have you have the look, and I'd say like he the physique He says I of look like movie. a racist. That's what he's saying. You look like you'd be a soldier in like a World War II style <laughs> yes. movie. You could play a racist. <laughs> now you, could, you, could, you could be the Nicolas Cage character because... Uh, he's both been racist in smaller roles and has worked his way up here. Or you could be Chick. <laughs> How would you feel about playing like a character? I, I like would that? love it. I would love it. Are you kidding me? I, I, I,
3: that's, that's the point of acting. Yeah. The point of acting is to play people that are despicable. You are, yeah, that, are, and, yeah. that you're not. Yeah. That you're not in real life. And like you need to, like it's good to, it's good to show bad guys. Yeah. It's fun it, to be a bad guy. But it's also, it's, like, it's good... I always think it's, like, it's good to show bad guys. Because it's... You want to know that, like... Yeah, you want to, like, reinforce the idea, like... These
1: people are bad. And they
3: exist, like... I
2: thought that this movie did a good job of, like, whenever... Or maybe not always, but eighty five to ninety percent of the time when Chick would say his racist quip yeah. either Other White people. Horse or people would be uncomfortable yeah. or either White Horse or um Yahtzee would like have a, a quick, yeah, yeah. have a quick yeah, have a quick retort. So like at one point he's like at the poker table, and he's like, All right, Chief and, yeah, and yeah. he's and he goes, how did you know I was a chief? You must have seen me showering with Ooh, my I war fe- bonnet and, on. Yeah. And everybody laughs and it's then just, like, and Chick is got like him. a display. Yeah, you yeah. got him and
3: he gets him later with like the the bat like one of the battles. He talks about like a battle sequence that he was never ta- taught in school. Yeah, it's, it's, it's,
2: it's, trap card triggered. It's the Long oh Walk. God. Um, so it's so chick is like, oh, we shouldn't have native people teaching our kids. That's they right. would teach him how to scalp them or whatever. Like yeah. teach yeah. them Custer style. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. Do you ever learn about the Kit Carson and the Long Walk? Are you guys ready for my traffic guide? Yeah, I feel like go we don't for have it. much yeah, time. For it. For it. I go have for it. to get go into it, it. <laughs> so this is my chance. Okay, so I'm gonna run us through like like displacement history real quick. So American Civil War, 1961. I mean, excuse me, 1861 to 1865. Right in the height of that, in 1864, you have the Long Walk, which is when uh, the United States federal government uh, deported and attempted to fully ethnically cleanse the Navajo people by having them walk from Arizona to New Mexico. Um, marks and and anthropologists say the collective trauma of the long walk is critical to contemporary Navajos' sense of identity and people. In 1912 to 1913, you have the Balkan Wars and the Ottoman Emperor suffers... like So, so you have American Civil War, America is fraught with tension against each other, is sort of like... Um, in conflict and in a power struggle you have a group of people who are in the heart of the land who could be forming autonomy so what do you do you displace them you make them do a long walk balkan wars 1912 to 1913 ottoman empire is suffering a series of losses they start freaking out being like the armenians who are living in the local heartland of the turkish empire but are not part of the are part of the minority group they're like we don't want those guys to start getting uppity and try to gain aut- autonomy during the strife time. So Armenian Genocide, 1915. We've got death marches into the Syrian desert. And that is a t- collective trauma that remains with the Armenian people to this day. tune's like, I'm not traumatized. I'm like, you have literal nightmares that people are ca- trying that you're in an Armenian church, and people are trying to come in and kill you and your family. Like, you are carrying that generational trauma, please. World War II, 1941, 1945. Germany kicks off because they are still in an economic depression from the early World War I. So what did they do to try to build their internal connection within those German peoples? They do the Holocaust. They genocide 6 million Jews. They also take advantage of that time to genocide other minority groups, such as homosexuals, black Germans, communists, Mm -hmm. what have you. People like that. 1948, we have the Nakba, where the Palestinian people are forced to displacement. We're having the the tension post-World War Two, where Jewish people are like, that's enough. We need a place where we're not going to be genocided. We'll start genociding you instead. <laughs> and they um, have a permanent displacement of Palestinians doing that. And that is extent... Uh, uh, there's a Palestinian poet who's called that an extended present that promises to continue into the future. And I just... just
1: what? Yeah, tell me... What, so to this, answer
3: your question, Archie, yes, I would play chick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was what was the point? What? Tell me what was the point.
2: The long walk. In we we got to this because he quips back like you don't even know you about know the long about walk. Like, wouldn't yes. you benefit from having native teachers? Sure. Like to me, these are all historical points of like, like that I now care about very deeply. Mm-hmm. That inform the way I think about the world. That inform the way I think about conflict and like yeah and senses of people's of cultural identities and stuff and like that I think are important stories to tell through film if possible and again I'm not trying to get too high on a pedestal of this movie it does such a good job or whatever but I'm just like
1: it's the conversation
0: going
2: it's the conversation going and there is a reference to it it gets the conversation going Yes, Arjun. Thank you for saving me. I was literally having there my go, face, was for the listener, if you don't know, my face is flushing. I'm embarrassed. Arjun caught me in a rant. He's like, why are you even talking about this? After he launches us off with like every layer of the military titles. Yeah, it makes world. sense. It's about the but, like, movie. This makes sense too. This is about like displacement and like generational trauma and like what fighting for your country means and does. Like, of course. like it yeah. can be. Yes. It enters a conversation. No, of about of conversation. of course, of, I of course, course you're so I, agree. Right. I agree. I
1: agree. No, 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 it's great. I agree. <laughs> I, I agree. Tyler's on your side. Thanks. Tyler's on I your agree. side. Thanks, man. I agree.
2: What would you order for Tyler at, Aunt at a restaurant <laughs> in Boston?
1: <laughs> I would get Tyler a large sprite, no ice, because. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler famously hates ice. <laughs> he <laughs> likes to get his bang for his buck, and he goes, "Ice is a waste of space." Waste of so space. I'd get and him, money? Uh, get him a large Scam. sprite. <laughs> okay,
2: large sprite, no ice. Large
1: sprite, no ice, oh, and then gosh. a big chicken wrap, double chicken, because he's gotta have his protein. Fat Tyler. <laughs> Not- <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god. My god. god
0: dude I didn't, it, 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 it <laughs> here's what
1: it felt like it feels like it's like we're talking about World War Two. you go World War Two, and you know what else World War One, and then after that the <laughs> Vietnam War dude, and then if you can believe it the Iraq itself. War I,
2: I, don't even get me into those things don't even I, yeah to be clear that was not a comprehensive history of genocide within the world there's so much others those are just you could call them like my top four or whatever you know uh,
3: I think uh Chick has the funniest, the funniest line of the entire movie actually. Oh yeah. What? Uh, yeah, he does, he does. I, it was the, it was the only time I, I audibly laughed out loud which is when, uh, I think, I think it's Ender, I think it's Nicolas Cage tells him at some point he's like, uh, oh. he goes, he goes, Chick, you think too much and then everybody walks <laughs> off and Chick goes, that's the first time I've been accused yeah. of that. <laughs> it's pretty and, good. And I, I died. That, that I laughed at. What do you
1: think that's about... The line. Uh, look, we... <laughs> what is the funniest line? See? Yeah, right. what's the there funniest Yeah, what's like, no, like, the funniest no, line? Here's the funniest line. Here's uh, the funniest line. Nicolas Cage spends maybe five to ten minutes drawing a church in rice flour. And then... Uh, Dude, <laughs> that's goes, not a funny goes, And this he is... goes, Yeah, I used to do that as a kid.
2: What? <laughs> what the heck? I feel like we need to be wrapping up, and I'm sweating, and we I'm just doing a tangent. But I love that scene. You just—I want to talk about that scene. That scene is amazing, and it's crazy because he's like—it's the flower. he The flowers on it. He draws the cathedral. He's like, oh, I used to do this with my grandma. Would make pasta. I was like, oh, the Italian history. He's it's talking about Nicholas his Cage character number about, four. Like the Italian, the Italian American relationship to the Catholic Church. Or and what? then he's we, like, we, at eight years old, and then Pryanthi is like, you know, it's interesting that you mention your childhood relationship Catholic. to the Catholic Church, yeah. because when I was eight, I was getting the shit kicked out of me at the mission yeah. schools. where they were forcing, say that, where but they that's were, implied, He doesn't say that, but, but that he that is implied is, and is touched yes. upon where the mission schools were actively trying to eradicate the native languages. Yes, and we like, yes. do not use this, do not speak this native Very languages that go on to win the war for the yeah. American, like like this country like does everything it can Very to tear true. them up. And fuck the Catholic Church. Literally the most evil institution <laughs> you can, in the world. You can
3: see that in 1923, the show that I'm Nice! Oh, a, nice. And
2: I was raised Catholic, by the way, so I'm allowed to say that. And yeah. people are like, oh, she shouldn't talk. I'm the person to say the Catholic nice. Church is the most evil institution in the world.
1: <laughs> nice. Keep
2: your eyes out. Um, well, and watch Tyler in And watch
1: Tyler in 1923. Because that guy's really good. <laughs> Let's... I, there's one guy we haven't talked about, but every time he came on screen, Christina was like, "I love him, I, Mark Ruffalo." Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Oh yeah, I love and his Mark stash, His stash it's is good. so hot in this. It's
3: good. He's so I normally sexy don't like a movie. mustache. But he's
1: he looks just like so kind good. of a little baby boy in, in this. Is. He's, he's so a little baby so boy good. with a mustache. He's
3: also that. like he he is like uh, I would say in this movie he's like one of the the best hearted yeah. characters. Like yes. he he is like
1: inherently like a good guy. You know what I also liked they still took, he would freak out a lot in the sense of like, um maybe I'm not using that correctly. Like, he would hyperventilate. Yeah, hyperventilate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he'd have to blow into a brown uh, paper bag. bag. And, they weren't like, ribbing him or making, like they were still trying to take care of him.
0: Yeah. Which I found to be so like, like, a, normal a really thing him, nice, it's of. a normal,
1: yeah, like, yeah. you know, there was a lot of like, ribbing and like, fighting and I'm sure that like, anyways, like a lot of people that do end up, going into the military are a little more alpha types. Um, but it still felt like it wasn't just that. Like that was a, It was a nice, I don't know, it was a nice, nice. little touch to it. Very yep.
0: nice.
1: Um, but I do want to take us to get into our final thoughts. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Um, what did
2: you think, Tyler, about Nicolas Cage's performance? Like, did you like... Bad.
1: Oh, no! Um, yes,
3: bad. <laughs> I disagree. So I disagree. Because here's the thing. I have seen Nicolas Cage do... Great performances, yes. And that's the thing is like some of my like my early and like my initial experiences with him, Pig, Kick Ass, a- Adaptation. He like adaptation he, is coming soon. He is he is incredible in those movies. And there are certain there are certain movies and characters that I think he plays that it's like there is no one else that could do that part, and he is fantastic and perfect for them. This role. And like characters like this, he's terrible. He's he's he is so about good. he terrible. is, is so he good, is dude, no really he is terrible
1: <laughs> no, terrible I don't, I don't, in this I don't in this
3: kind know. of. What about
2: this?
0: Where, where put, Ben
2: comes up and he's trying to eat his lunch dinner with him and then he, he spills, spills his, his coffee. coffee. He spills Nick's cage's coffee, that's, then he spills his coffee, and then Nick Cage like, just swaps the it's food. Like, it's so great. funny. It, that's so great, good. but I, what I he's think so is like still, you could
3: put a hundred still. you could put a hundred different people in <laughs> that and they would do the exact same thing or no, better. No, no. Like, <gasps> It would it would be there there are so <laughs> many. <laughs> there there is like there are so many scenes he's in this so where nice. he's he's just He's he's not consistent. I would say my biggest criticism for him in this movie particular is that he is not consistent with his character, mm-hmm. and it, it is all over the place. He goes in between. He doesn't know how to hold a gun. He like he, he like he's like trying to be like a trying to be a soldier, and he's like pretending to fire. There are. His his grief scenes really bothered me. Anything where he's like traumatized or showing grief, I thought was really put on. Wow, There's I like, loved
2: it. I loved when he was like sweating during that meeting, staring into the fan, and then he stumbles out of oh, there and he goes to throw up. I was oh, like, I was like, oh, that's I've been there, man. <laughs>
0: I, 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 I really wish
2: you I could, could see it. Tyler shaking his head. It's so funny. I this is incredible.
1: I could so I funny. couldn't do it. I couldn't do it with
3: wow. it. Wow.
2: What did you think? I or, kind or, of or final thought that you my
1: final thoughts that are are kind of where I left at top and I think both of you have kept me tempered where I was like this was fine this was this was like three stars like this, I'm getting into rating but this was like blanket like fine good movie it wasn't atrocious it did a, like it, there was the cool element of even bringing the subject matter up and those relationships were kind of cool is there a better movie out there yes should it have been made, yes. Um, but I thought the the war and the action itself played itself up pretty well. And Nicholas Cage does a good job. He's not bad in this. He's bad. You, look, Tyler, really you're bad. like we're on you're like we're in the basement, and I go, buddy, there's three levels below us. You don't know what <laughs> bad is. That's not what Tyler's saying. Tyler, Tyler's
2: saying I've been to the penthouse and this is not it. He's not saying this is the basement.
1: He's not saying he's not good. He's saying he's bad, which is which I'm, I'm saying uh, he is bad. In this, I don't think yeah. he's. I don't think he's bad. I think he's right. good. I don't think he's great. I think he's, he's fine. He's good.
2: My final thought uh, before we get into the ratings is I would like to read uh, from a uh, Talker's Q and A that uh, Phase Nine <laughs> I don't know. It didn't have any author. So I'm sorry. That's the citation I have for you, but Roger Willie said. um, Growing up in the early 1970s, I heard a lot about the Navajo Code Talkers. My mom and dad would relate to us. The bounty of our language. From the tip of our tongues, sacredness begins. I'm like, Whoa. And that this story was classified until 1968. Yeah. So, and after that, Native Americans learned about it with everyone else. And you're finally, your uh, grandfather or your husband or father was coming forward saying, like, I was a Code Talker. And they were like, what which i'm like d- didn't process that when i read it before now it's now blowing my mind and it is like you could do such a cool movie set in 1968 as that is declassified that's like jumping back, oh, yeah. back and
1: forth oh jumping back and forth oh my forth. gosh
2: that would be and really having, cool so you have the like the 19 like 70s start like yep. like native res culture and how that is in the current government scene and then seeing I just think that would, yeah. And in terms
3: They're, of scope you have like a core group of like these 29 these 29 Navajo that created the language. Yeah. Then in I think in total there's only like 400, 400 or something yeah. that like actually Enlisted, used it in the yeah. in the war. Amazing. And it's like that's like a nice group it's to so, make a movie. Yeah. And
2: and that's Roger I think Roger Ebert said um there's like there's a fascinating little-known story and might have made a good movie. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> might have made. He said mm-hmm. uh, did not. Even though two stars. That's Look. Anyone
1: can make a bad movie even if it's about a good. I'm topic. like it's an
2: amazing movie. Should we rate it? Should we? So uh, or do you want to say something. What?
1: Sure. No, I think that's. I have random. Oh, I, I have will say. Fun facts. I will I have say. I will. Facts I'll say. This. this was a. This didn't do well.
2: No, Box Office flop box absolutely failure. which a uh, big bomb, bomb. Big, big bomb. bomb. And it was, in uh, fact, it was a budget of I want to say 1 115 million and it only got 77 million worldwide mm. under 41 million US. Tough. Flum. And and it came out on the same day as uh, Scooby Doo. Yeah. And what? yeah, and I want to say Born Identity. Yeah, And it was supposed to come out oh. in the fall of 2001? would kill it.
3: Because yeah. Born, Born did well, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah. Supposed to it come was out fall 2001, and they were, like, 2001, uh, they were like, yeah. 2001, they were like, we've
2: heard about this 9-11 time. thing. Let's not do a bunch of explosions. Yeah. Let's push to summer 2002. And then yeah. Brian and he was like, <laughs> what <laughs> are you trying to yeah. do? Get out yeah. of here. So
1: uh, but this was supposed to be John Woo, like, yeah. he was going to ascend time. and become the king of Hollywood because he, he had just had Face Off and Mission Impossible 2. And then they were like, no. And he was like, yeah, I'm... I'm out. Yeah. Back to
3: China. Back to yeah. China.
2: Yep. For me. The big gorillas.
3: Yeah. Here, my my yeah. random yeah. observations of, of the movie uh, from opening scene: Greyhound buses haven't changed in eighty years. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. um, I thought
2: that bus was really nice.
3: <laughs> it looks exactly the same as. Well, like, it was a nice eighty bus. years it ago. When they still it, run it's them the, today? It's, it's exactly yeah, the scary same. Now. <laughs> uh, weirdly, CGI planes. All the, buses. Yeah. the, planes, the are planes are all CGI. Yeah. Yeah. All CGI. Yeah. Kind of weird. Yeah. It looks like a video game. Yeah. I was like, this is just that's just odd to include. Um, And then I could not stand Nicolas Cage's uh, running form on the beach. (laughs)
2: Why did they show it again? Again at the end. At the end. Why is it the final shot of the don't movie? No. Why is the final shot of the movie? I don't know. Because he's all. It's so, and that's so funny that you hated it and then it came he's back. He's
3: running form <laughs> is terrible. The fact that he also just like is, like I'm um, the hero sprinting by the rest of the group that's like yeah. running all together. You can see altogether.
2: the look on the front guys' faces of them being like I could easily outpace this guy. I could he's, easily and he's out his is so, <laughs>
0: bad. It's
1: so bad. So yeah. bad. But it's insane that that's there. Well, because it's like the final shot. I feel like it's like some, oh, like some. Uh, narration that's like, and it's because of. Oh no, no, no! It's you know at the end of war movies they do like, yeah, the U.S. won to yeah. win, yeah, uh, yeah, oh, but, yeah, uh, because yeah. of the Navajo code talkers. Mm-hmm the code was never broken. And as yeah, opposed to, showing, God, as opposed to show. showing any of the code talkers, they're if like, Nicolas Cage, Cage running if, on a, if a if beach. If it was even like, if it, was it was even. Nicolas Cage with Adam Beach, like yeah, dude, saving, like, saving oh him. Oh my God, like, wait, running the way you, you him said him that makes
2: me think that there was a Good. note to the editor who put in a shot of Nicholas Cage with beach and they were like, Nicholas
0: Cage with <laughs> beach. Okay, here's the scene where he was running on And then nobody went went ahead and changed. my God. Yes,
1: absolutely insane. Wow. That's the final shot of the movie. It is. Shocking. Wow. Wild. Wild. And and
3: that's That's my my observations. The last
2: segment of our show is devoted to our ever-contentious ratings. We're going to rate the movie out of five stars and Nicolas Cage out of ten cages with five points for the creative, what he brought to the role, and five points for the technical, what he delivered to the role for a total of ten. Tyler, do
3: you want to kick us off or wrap us up? I'll, I'll kick us off. I'll start us off. <laughs> this is easily a one-star movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> one One-star oh, movie. Oh, no. Would not recommend. <laughs> you don't need to watch. There are uh, at least 10 other like war films and TV shows that you could watch ahead of this that are more enjoyable and more informative, better representative. Uh, the In terms of Nicolas Cage's performance, I think he's getting two out of five for the technical and i'm giving him one out of five for creative for a total of three out of ten wow because i think yeah that's right i think like two out of five for the technical it's like yeah he he, not great you know has a few things that he kind of can commit to and land the creative side he's just all over the place he's all over the place in this movie does not consistent total total three out of ten easy
1: rating I'm gonna go ahead and give this movie three out of five stars. I feel like I kind of mentioned it before. It's not. It's not bad. Look, I know Tyler didn't enjoy it. I. Th- I think the melodrama worked a little more for me than it did for Tyler, um, but certainly not as much as it did for Christina. Um, and then for his performance, ugh, I'm split. I'm. I think. I enjoyed his melodrama. I do agree that he's playing a few different characters, but I wonder if that's more of the script. But at this point, he's a big enough star that he should be able to have a certain sway when it comes to influencing a character. Where it's like earlier on when he was starting, and if his script's all over the place, I'm like not blaming him. At this point, he's teaming up again. I'm like and you, should be John to, Wu, a yeah. you should be able to. You should be able to like say I don't think this is consistent. Yeah, but I like I get it. You know, like he goes into a rage when he gets, he's, he's traumatized. PTSD, Tyler. PTSD. You're giving PTSD. him too much slack. So three for three for creative. Yeah, three for technical, but I really want to give him like a five and a half.
2: This is a <laughs> four-star movie for
1: me <laughs> with the heart. I'm about to get a 10-cage or... And
2: I was really thinking about <laughs> it right now and, and being like, is should I give it a three-and-a-half star? But part of it for me is that I, we recently saw Megan in theaters, and I'm like, that's a four-star movie. And I'm like, mm. if Megan's a four-star movie, this is a four-star movie. So this is a four-star movie for me. Um, and for Nicolas Cage, I would give him eight cages. <laughs> 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 because Tyler I was docking, doc- I'm docking a point from creative and a point from technical for the like, like failing to call out that the scene where he gets a medal and Ben doesn't like needed to have more. He needed to like, th- like give him the star, throw that star in the dirt, be like, this doesn't matter. This he needed to not be touched by it in mm-hmm. any way and be like, yes, so I did a good job here. I think. Um uh eight eight cages because it was wow. really wow. good and wow. delivered. Wow. so wow. now you know how we feel about the movie and we'd love to hear from you as we mentioned up top you find us on twitter and instagram at angel question you can send emails to casual you could write a five-star review for us and then maybe our team will stop screaming
0: look bring me i see you, the numbers I, I this there's, there's 30 silence.
1: wonderful people this. who you listen are, to this podcast Consistently, There's more alone. that come in here They've, and there.
2: They're going to be like, you know what? I'm going to stop
1: this. <laughs> no, there's, there's, there's
2: And, I'm just like, just, and there's 16 got this reviews. You got this One I'm of them part. is me.
1: I have reviewed the podcast <laughs> five stars. I, I've reviewed it too. Okay, go Tyler, do you have
2: anything to
3: plug? Well, I don't know if I've actually mentioned it yet, but I'm in this episode of 1923.
1: Uh, <laughs> 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 episode three. Parapop was. <laughs> <laughs> episode three. <laughs> check it out. Um... Do I have anything to plug? No, Harold Nights are over (gasps) at this point.
0: Wow.
1: Um, And I'll find out if I get cut from the UCB theater or if I'm back on for another season. You heard it here, UCB. You heard it here, UCB. Please, please save my husband's (laughs) feet. Oh, you know what I'll plug? Go to YouTube and type in Nerd Squad Entertainment. You're going to get a whole host of little fun sketches. You'll see me, you'll see Tyler, you'll see Christina, and you'll see that guy, Dorian. He was on for the Rock episode. You'll remember him.
2: For our next episode, <laughs> we're watching the 2002 film Sunny, which I'm really excited about. That's our only Nick Cage directing. Oh, yeah. Directed,
1: really? He directed one so, movie. It's that. So yeah. He's, directed one but he's movie, in it too.
2: And he's in it too. So okay. uh, we hope you'll watch with us and listen in. Signing off, this is Christina.
1: And our two Nazareth with special guest, Tyler Beardsley.
2: And we are asking you. The Cage Old Question.
1: I'm
0: going to steal the Declaration of Independence. I'm about, I'm, about, I'm about. I'd like to take his, his face off. Oh, no, no, not the beard! A, B, C, D, E, F, G, Peter. H, I, J, K, L, M, M. I was a little drunk. Plus, I was horny.